ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We're grateful that you've taken some time out of your day to join us. We hope that you sit back, relax, and be inspired by yet another amazing person we're going to get to meet today that spreads that light we're looking for. My name is Stacey Johnston. I'm honored to be here with you and equally as honored as always to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? I am doing great. I am currently refereeing a four-year-old dispute, which ah. if anybody's dealt with that, you know it's really pointless because you get nowhere with it. So, But I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm glad. You know, conversation. you know, there you are, right? You're in this place in life when you've got little kids running around, you homeschool your children, you've got baby goats you're nursing back to health and life. And yet you take time out of your day to do this. How come? Because it gives me the opportunity to tap into somebody else's awesomeness, right? I I spend a lot of time out here, right? And I don't spend a lot of time filling my own cup. So it's, it's an opportunity for me to to gain wisdom, to gain insight, to gain a different perspective. And I think it's beautiful. I love it so much. Thank you for the time you take out of your day to do this with me. I feel so humbly blessed that that, that right, the grand overall design decided I got to do this. And I get to travel around the world from the comfort of my home and meet the most amazing people that do the most beautiful things to serve mankind, to offer space, to lift people up. And I just, I love the fact that that's what I get to spend my day doing, right? I would so much rather do that than mop all day, right? So I, I just feel blessed. Let's get this show on the road. Today we have a lady joining us from Orlando, Florida, a beautiful son, and Miss Tamika Leone. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I am blessed, girlfriend. How about you kick us off? Tell us who is Tamika Leon, what do you do, how come you do that, and how can people connect with you? Absolutely. So I'm a confidence and goal success coach, and I mainly work with burnt-out corporate women and female entrepreneurs and help them release the frustration and overwhelm when it comes to, you know, them not knowing what the next steps are to achieve their goals. So for me, it's really about empowering women to take ownership of their success and really what that success looks like to them. You know, there's been so many different things that we've been taught growing up and just things that we've seen our mothers and grandmothers doing where it's like the woman is supposed to sacrifice everything that she is to take care of everybody else. And I'm here to kind of challenge that a little bit. Because for me, as much as I love making sure that my loved ones are taken care of, I also need to be taken care of. And for me, that's my responsibility, you know. So I I don't look to somebody else to take care of my needs. I've made it my my responsibility, my goal to make sure that I know what I want and that I make the plan to ensure that I get that. Okay. I think that's beautiful. I think we all need to get to that place where we put ourselves on the calendar. We've had this conversation so many times, and it comes back around to being that exact truth. How many times are you on your own calendar? 
How much of a priority do you ever give to yourself? Right? Kathy, I'm going to throw this out to you. There you are again, back to this place we talked about a while ago. You're you're a stay-at-home mom. You've homeschooled three children. You have this mini farm that you're running out here. How often are you on your calendar, and how does what she's saying resonate with you as a coach and as a mom and that mom? You know, um, it resonates fully with me because, you know, society would have you believe that, you know, as a mom, if you say, I just need a break, then it's, well, you made them, you should need a break from them, right? You're a bad mom. You're selfish for needing a break and taking that time away from your children. You're, you know, you're this, you're that. And nobody ever takes the time to think that you can't pour from an empty cup, right? You can't take care of anybody else like they should be taken care of if you can't take care of yourself, right? If you can't fulfill your needs, you can't see to what you need and take care of yourself, how in the world are you going to take care of anybody else? Beautiful point. Tamika, how how about you? How does that resonate with you? For me, I'd like to kind of twist that just a little bit because as much as I hear people put it that way, it's still a matter of sacrifice that, you know, where, and you may not think about it that way because, of course, you know, you love your kids, you love your family, you want to make sure they're taken care of. But when we're constantly telling ourselves, okay, I need to take care of myself so that I can take care of others, it's still you telling yourself that for you to take care of yourself, you need to do that so that you can do that, do something for somebody else. To me, you deserve to be taken care of just because you deserve to be taken care of. It's not specifically so that you can continue serving others. While that is a benefit and, you know, that's something that does make it easier, you deserve to be taken care of just because you are a human being, just like everybody else that you are also taken care of. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. I, I appreciate that perspective. So let me ask you something else. Do you think that fear plays into people stepping back and not taking care of themselves? Oh, absolutely. I think there's fear of what society will say because, as you were saying earlier, like if you, you know, if you need a break, then the world around you tells you that you're a bad person. So you have that fear of judgment. But I think there also comes a point where people fear taking ownership of their success and doing things that bring them joy because then there's also the aspect of responsibility. So when you can be responsible for, you know, making yourself happy, for meeting your needs, that also means that you're responsible when those things don't happen. The beauty is when those things don't happen, if you already take ownership, then you know that you have the ability to change that and to fix it. But first, you have to release the fear of having that level of ownership. 
I love that. I, I like that fear of ownership. You know, that doesn't get brought up a lot. Right, we have this fear of change and we have this fear of failure, but it's different when it's a fear of ownership, right? I mean, you an example. My dad, he got sick later in life, got Alzheimer's, and my whole life I grew up and wore a suit and tie. When he started to get sick and started to kind of really question who he was and where he was in his life, he hung out in his pajama pants, right? Comfortable shirt, pajama pants. He was perfectly content like that. And we were at my house one day having a baby shower, and there he was, suit and tie, all dressed up to fit the part, and he got ready to take the family pictures, and he went in the house and changed his clothes because he couldn't own the guy in the suit and tie anymore, mm-hmm. but he could own the guy in the pajama pants. Yeah. Wow. So I, I think learning to take ownership of, of who you are and where you are is a learned skill for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay. So let me ask you another question. Along the way, through the journey that you've been on to the place that you stand today, have you developed your own definition for the word hero? And what would that be? And then who can you identify along the way that fits that role for you? And we know there's a lot, right? Can you identify anybody that fits that description that you have? So for me, and I've had to think about this a little bit because it's kind of a twist from, you know, when you're asked as a kid in elementary school who your heroes are. For me, after all of the things that have led me to this point, I think a hero is somebody who takes action on the difficult decisions in their life. So, for example, like I was saying, you know, women who have all these societal expectations that they just give up everything about themselves to become a wife and a mom. It's those same women taking taking that back and saying, you know, I want to do something different. I know that society is going to tell me, you know, that I'm not a good mom, I'm not a good wife, I'm not who I'm supposed to be, but I'm important and this is important to me, so this is what I'm going to do. And the women who actually step into that role, despite the fear that they might have, and take the action to make it happen, for me, that's who I consider a hero. And I actually have a couple friends. One is a a close friend. She's more like a sister. And then another one, she was a client of mine that has since become a friend. But both of them left their corporate jobs after having babies, but neither one of them left their job to become a stay-at-home mom, which for them and, you know, in their family and in their culture, that was expected. Both of them left to start their own business. One, she left to start her business because she was no longer satisfied with what she was doing in her corporate job. And then the other one, hers was she wanted to spend more time with her family because, you know, she was starting a brand-new family, and it was her first baby. But her goal was not to be a stay-at-home mom. Her goal was to work for herself so that she could have more control over her time and over, you know, the activities that she got to do. So I think those are the two that I've met personally. And I don't know if you guys have heard of Amy Porterfield. She's somebody that I follow really closely, but she's another example. And she worked for Tony Robbins. And she Hmm. said, you know, she was making really good money but she still had it in her as well where she wanted that freedom 
that comes with being your own boss. And so she left a very comfortable, you know, six-figure job to start her own business, completely terrified, no experience, but she was determined to take ownership of her life. You know, I think that's so difficult for so many people to just step out and, and trust that you know what's best for you regardless of what other people's opinion are. You know, and I think learning to say, thank you, I'll consider your opinion, is one of the most empowering statements you can have because there's not a negative rebuttal for that. You validated that they're giving you their opinion, and then you take that, that advice and you will file it where it's necessary, right? Um, yeah. But you, at the end of the day, you still have to do what's best for you. And yeah, if you exactly. don't, right, you, you have this song to sing. You have this, it, it, we were created and, and we were known before we were ever born. Then we have a thing to do. The grand overall design, our God looked down one day and decided the world needed one of you. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. And if you, never, if you never take time to find out what your song is about, what your dance is about, then you give it up to someone else to take your bow. Why? Exactly. Yeah, beautiful. I love what you do. Kathy, how does that sit with you? I mean, not only are you a stay-at-home and homeschool mom, but you're an entrepreneur, you have a home business, you're a, you're a coach. How does that all, what you say, resonate with you where you stand? You know, I had a conversation with my husband because postpartum depression was very real for me. And he told me one night, he said, I don't, he said, I don't think that at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you will be satisfied with just being a mom and a wife. And I was, I was really offended by that at that moment because I was like, you know, I love being a stay-at-home mom. But what he was really saying was, I know you have stuff that you still want to do. Right, and and it's okay to do that because I don't think that you will be fulfilled at the end if you don't. Right. So, you know, I think, you know, as wrongly as I took it at the time, it was really just permission that I didn't know I was seeking, if that makes sense, right? And I think that, you know, a lot of times people, especially, you know, going from working all the time, you know, I worked in an attorney's office for years, and then I, I, I stopped working, right? I stopped, I stopped what I was doing. And I think that you know, I probably speak for more than just myself when I say that refinding who you are aside from, you know, the chef, the ref, the wife, the, the, the diaper chain, whatever, right, is more difficult than people would assume, but it's possible. Beautiful point. Yeah. Beautiful point. Tamika, let me take something that she said and ask you. She was, just now she was talking about those 
let me let me just bounce off. How do you respond to what she just said? For me, that's not something that I thought about, but it's very true as far as taking who you who you were known as and then being able to, to take off that hat and say, okay, this is who I want to be now, but trying to understand how to make that change. You might know in your heart and in your head that you want to be somebody different or that who you are is not who you truly are capable of being, but it's knowing how to release the shackles of the societal expectations and being able to stand on your own. But having that support behind you, having somebody who knows that you are capable of more and that you want more and that is there to support you through that transition, that's absolutely beautiful. Oh, I love it. So do you think people, I heard Cassie say that she was at some point seeking permission she didn't know she needed. How many people are there, you think, out there that are out there or that you work with yourself that are after that very thing seeking permission to to own to take ownership. I, I feel like the world is looking for permission for everything right now. Can I say this? Yeah. Can I do this? Can I stand here? Can I feel this way? Can I respond like that? Everybody's looking for permission to, to voice who they are or what's inside. Do you feel like that's a barrier that people are seeking permission as well from you to take that ownership? It is. It definitely is. There's and it's things that you may not even really think about for yourself. Like, I've gone through it, you know, I've gone through it myself. Even recently, I wanted to make a change, and it took me a little while to tell, for me to come to the conclusion. I was like, why is it easier for me to tell my clients that they're able to do this, but I've been struggling with it for, like, the last month? And it's something really simple. But it's also people are looking for permission to do the thing that they're wanting to do, even if it's just coming from one other person. They may not get permission, well, permission that they don't truly need, but they may not get that permission, or at least not verbally from the rest of the world around them. But if they get it from one person, then I think that triggers something in them to say, okay, I'm not crazy. I can do this. Are you cut out right there at the end, girl? I lost the last thing you said. Oh, um, I was saying that when uh, when people are looking for permission, even if it's not something that you are not permission that they get from the the world around them, even just getting permission from one person, just that one person can give them that confidence or that support for them to say, "Okay, I can do this. I'm allowed to do this because somebody else agrees with." what I've said. I think it I like comes that. down to validation, right? Yeah. Validation that you're, you're, you're okay, right? Because at the end of the day, you can do all kinds of stuff, right? So it's, it's about validation. And I, I understand that. So yeah. let me, let me ask you another question throughout all the people that you have met and the things that you have learned, if you had a one-liner of advice to put on a T-shirt, what would it say? 
This one I've thought about for a while, and I actually had this on my old business card design. And it says, you deserve the same time, energy, and attention that you give to everyone else. That's, That's beautiful. There's, there's no, it goes back to the permission thing, the validation. You don't need those things. Inherently, each one of us deserves all of that. We're just told that we have to give to everybody else and then wait for others to give it to us where we don't deserve it. But it's not true. Mm. See, every single one of us deserves all of the same time, energy, and, t- and attention that we so freely give to everybody else. Mm. You know, that's, I love that. I know so many people, I have so many friends that get up every day to serve other people. Mm-hmm. And how much freedom, maybe, or release of pressure that might give for them to just hear that. You know, you deserve all the things you're giving everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Might change the the personal care industry, you know? Beautiful. It's a simple thing, but you really have to sit with it and and feel it for you to start taking action on it. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I know, ladies, I could keep having this conversation, but we are, in fact, at a place where we're going to have to wind down. So with respect to you, Timmy Ken, with respect to our audience, I would like to start by saying thank you so much for joining us, for being with you here today, for opening up your wisdom, for the space that you provide, and for the hero that you probably are to more people in a day than you recognize. So thank you for that. For all of those that you touch, we're grateful. You're welcome. You're grateful that, you, that you're here with us. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today? Um, with, a, with a challenge, you know, and it's a really simple one. I think that everything that she said is valid, right? And I always think that people hear what they need to hear when they need to hear it. So if something about what our guest said resonates with you, my challenge for you is to pay attention to that. Right. Write it down. Re-listen to the podcast if you have to. Or reach out to her. Beautiful. I love the challenges that you lay out. They're so simple, and sometimes they could be so profound if people would just take that step. I love it. Tamika, we would be honored if you would take the stage and close out our show for us. How would you like to leave our audience today? I'd say the main message that if you take nothing else away from everything that we've talked about is just remember that it's not selfish for you to take care of you. It's not selfish for you to have goals that don't involve your spouse or your kids. You're allowed to want something just because you want it, and you're allowed to want something other than what you've been taught that you should want. 